All right, so we tried to let Josh start this. I guess he's nervous. I don't know what I his don't problem is. I don't know what is. it is. But uh, we're sitting here <laughs> drinking our non-affiliated Mountain Dews, and uh, Josh has enlightened us. I, Zach knew about it. He enlightened me. No, no, no. Zach knows what Josh does. Zach doesn't know that right. that's true. That Josh, when he, I guess, begins to drink a, a Mountain Dew, he uh, shakes it up before he drinks it. <laughs> I shake it up as soon as I get it out of cooler. The I mean, does that not make it flat? No, man. No, Absolutely. It does. Yes, 100%. That's a psycho move. If you all... I can't believe you haven't ever seen him do that. If you, look at the bo- if you look at the bottom when you pull it out of the cooler, it's been sitting on a shelf, you pull it out. You look at the bottom, and you will see a greenish-yellow substance in the bottom of the bottle. And each of these one little indentions. And you think that's sugar? Oh, I don't know what it is, but I didn't want. I don't want to look at it. I found it one day, and I said, if I'm gonna drink them, I don't want to look at it more. So I, I shake them all up. It disappears, and I drink it. Yeah, not doing that. And it's not flat because, bam! Did y'all hear that? Yeah, they are high. Like, Mountain Dew, it seems like, are really, really carbonated. It oh, still has carbonation. But yeah, I'm not gonna shake a pop before I drink it. So, I shake them all. I mean, all my Mountain Dews just because. Just Mountain Dew? That's it. You don't think it does it to the other pop? Well, like Coke Zeros and stuff, you can't see the bottom because it's it dark. doesn't bother you? <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't bother me because I can't see it. <laughs> As Zach's checking his, his Coca-Cola out to see if it has the substance in the bottom. We're going to hold it up to a light. Yeah, I can't see anything. Yeah. I'm good. I'm not shaking it regardless. Yeah. Well, I mean, I shake mine and they still taste good, so. But beyond that, and Kirk busting my balls about it, we're going to get going talking about some good substance stuff. It's 1st of March. Turkey season's getting ready to start. We've been busy all year. We took a couple couple weeks off right after New Year's, and then uh, Kirk headed out to Arizona for a week to hunt with Chad and Jack, and then I met him out there the next week, and we had a good hunt. Yeah, yeah, went well. First week was uh, it was tough. We were in a brand new area, um, and you know, obviously, we didn't know much about it. But uh, we navigated our way around there, and uh, we had a, a help actually from from a local uh, non mountain lion mo- <laughs> non mountain lion hunter. His name is Brian, and uh, he helped us out quite a bit as far as showing us roads, w- ways we could access what. But we just got pounded with snow. I mean, a ridiculous amount of uh, snow, and it it basically ruined the hunting. I mean, we did everything we could, and we learned a lot about the area, but it, it just closed off so much access to us because we're dealing with not a couple inches, but, I mean, you all saw when you got there, it, was, it looked like three or four feet. Well, not oh. even to the, you know, the, the access, but it killed your tracks, too, right. if, if there was anything there. Right. I'm telling you, and we're, this is south of Flagstaff. In Arizona. And I'm telling you, we went down there to get Kirk after Kirk not letting us know that he's not going to meet us, that we have to come down there and get him after <laughs> seven and a half hours out of the way. Um, <laughs> I had to throw it in there. Uh, there was more snow down there than there was north. Where north, there's supposed to be snow. Where there's right. supposed to be snow. It was unbe- I mean, it, there was six, seven-foot drifts. And I can't imagine what it did to the people down there there's no way they're used to that type of snow right and then you're dealing you're hunting with one truck so it's like if you get stuck you're stuck yeah and you Uh, and plus that limits how much area you can cover for sure but uh we did have some action on the very last day on the day that josh and uh josh and ryan and dylan came down to pick me up uh we were walking chad and i kind of just gave it one last hoorah and we were walking down a canyon and uh, it was just this big, steep, nasty canyon. And um, we were actually towards the bottom of it, starting to get out of snow, where it had melted off quite a bit down low. And uh, what what ended up happening was we got towards the water hole, and we saw some small tracks, and they weren't obviously cat tracks. We thought they were maybe uh, coos deer, because um, there's a lot of coos deer in this area. And it turns out, uh, we're walking on through there. You know, the dogs didn't take the tracks or anything like that. But we're walking through there, and all of a sudden, uh, they start winding and shoot up the hill like 200 yards. Well, the next thing you know, we hear them opening. And uh, 
Chad gets up there and he checks the track and he's like, man, he's like, the only thing that's here is I, uh, he looks like these, these little deer tracks. <laughs> and I'm like, well, Chad, I know dang well these dogs are not freaking running deer. <laughs> I was like, don't you even try to tell me they're running deer. I mean, I got, I got, I was kind of mad. And uh, I was like, there's no way. And he said, I, I know I'm right there with you, but that's, that's what it looks like it is. So, uh, they're going out through there. And next thing you know, they're 300 yards, and then bam, they they pull up treed on the garments. Oh, I know what this is. So then I was like, <laughs> uh, I was like, well, obviously it ain't a deer because it ain't gonna catch a deer like that. And I was like, oh, it dawned on me right there when they pulled up treed. I immediately knew what it was. I was like, no, I guess there's a chance it's a lion somehow, but I bet it's a daggone javelina. And we had not seen one the entire trip. And that's. That's ended up what it was, and I thought they were. I think they're considered a rodent. I'm pretty sure they're like considered like one of the biggest rodents, um, because they're not like they're related to the hog. But I think I read online their closest relative is actually a hippo. Really? Yeah, they're not. People just think they're like hogs, and they uh, probably smell like a hog. They definitely do. I mean, they when you're close to them, they have a ton of hog-like resemblance. And our dogs obviously will run hogs. Yeah. Um, but they had it caught. And they have some vicious teeth. Dude, the holes that were in those dogs. Oh, I when we I got remember. When we got to the motel, that, that, that thing was working on them. Yeah. In fact, I didn't even know if I was going to get to hunt Bliss the next day. Because she was going into the next morning, she's carrying her leg completely. I mean, yeah. not even putting it down. Yep. They're and, not very big, though, are they? No, they, this, Good they thing. don't <laughs> get like, they don't get as big as hogs. But they get plenty enough to kill a dog. Yeah. They're big. And they have like... Their teeth aren't like a board. How you got like like a you know it's tusk and then you got uh, I guess the sharpeners whatever it is. These are like double fangs on top and bottom, and they you can see a hog. Dog, I mean a uh, you know hogs around here they don't even have what does the damage is the cutter is yeah the, you know the hook yeah they don't even have anything bite wise right to really doing damage. And I haven't watched a video of like dogs on javelina or something like that to see because you know. The hook you're talking about the hog, they kind of make like a sweeping action with their head, right. like they're trying to gut, you know, they're they're going down and pulling their head back up, and uh, this almost looks like I didn't, you know, by the time we got there to it, they had grabbed hold of it, you know, and of course it was a big javelina. It was probably, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know how many javelina I'll see in my life, but it'll probably be one of the biggest, and uh, I don't know. It, it just seems like to me that that javelina, in order to bite. It was like a biting. It wasn't mm-hmm. like a, uh, wasn't like trying to hook. There's just yeah. no, I don't see how they can do it. But anyway, as soon as we saw it, we didn't, you know, we didn't give it time. We toned them off of it and immediately, you know, got them off of it and it ran up on the hill and just kind of sat there. Um, but that was kind of cool, you know. I mean, <laughs> a good thing is we were educated on them and you, it ain't like a, a wild pig or something or, or a feral pig where you just got open season on, so it it went on its way, but. Yeah, that was so pretty exciting. Y'all were there for six, seven days. Yeah, five I think, days. Uh, I think we hunted. We hunted around seven days. Yeah, and the snow pretty much hampered the whole trip. Yeah, it did. Y'all, y'all cut one track the first day, right? Yeah, I really was it we, a we small? found a track. No, it was in the mud. Like, That's right. We had. I don't know how Chad even saw it, but he saw it in the mud. And then it kept walking, and there was snow on top of it. So, like, okay, it was old, old. <clears throat> but when you all were talking, is it a place that you all would go back to? Chad's talking about going back right now. There's supposed to be getting snow out there. Uh, so he still got obviously he still got his tag. Yeah, yeah, um, he's talking about he was trying to get me to go back, and I'm like, I'm about to start turkey hunting all over the place. I'm not. Yeah, that's kinda, a that's a hard trip. Yeah, it's way out there. I mean, it's yeah. a. The, then we drove out and picked you up. Yep. Uh, so the drive out there was just absolutely treacherous. And the old hound truck. Yeah, I mean, but now I'm telling you, the Ford. It did good. Yeah, it's a it's older, and it's my bear hunting truck. But I'm telling you right now, it was comfortable. Right. Um, it, and it ain't. Don't we're not dealing. We're not talking about some. Yeah, we're 90s not talking bottle square body. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Zach's making it sound yeah, like... Yeah, Zach's making it sound terrible. No, 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 no. Back up. Two weeks, what? I mean, it ain't the Toyota. Right, right. A few weeks prior to this, this truck was in a bazillion pieces, 
in the local repair shop getting the motor completely rebuilt. Yeah, we tested the uh And Josh's break-in time was literally a 3,000-mile trip across the country. <laughs> and didn't you have to stop and service it? And yes. then we stopped literally and changed the oil. Stopped and changed the oil mid-trip. <laughs> yeah. He told me that, and I was like, oh. he's like, we're stopping servicing it right now. And I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. Yes. But he, anyways, it did good. Oh, yeah, it did. It did good. It did good. Uh, but Josh was. Josh was going to take his uh, Dodge Ram out there. Yeah, that, big would, diesel. that would have been an absolute. It, it wouldn't have happened. As soon as I would have got to work. Yes, it Kirk would have. And I, no, it wouldn't have. I would have drove to Enterprise in uh, Flagstaff or Gallup or somewhere, and I would have rented a truck. I'm telling you, I would not have stomped in and out of out of my truck unless it was a hunting truck. It just it, it was it's you a nasty place. In and out of a Ford Raptor. Yeah, but that was different. It, there was snow the whole time out there. Yeah, there wasn't no mud. Yeah, I mean it was mud, mud, terrible. Um, but we drove out, and I'm pretty sure we were on the road from noon. When we left West Virginia, we had drove two hours out of the way to pick up Dylan, our cameraman, and then drove down to get Kirk. Now, that was y'all's fault on the uh, cam- cameraman. Oh, no, we it was. Had him drive yeah. Yeah, we should have just had, we sh- well, I should have had him drive to St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, instead of going out of the way. So that, that was, it was out of the way. Um, so it was two hours out of the way, then an hour and a half to get back on track. And then. I think it was a total of six and a half or seven to get Kirk because it was like three and a half past us and then back up. And we were on the road. What time did we pull into the motel? At, I don't know. It Late. was like it was like well, ten thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Ten thirty, eleven o'clock. So on we the were, way there, wait, 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 wait. On the way there, of course, we all, me, Ryan, and uh, Dylan had Wendy's. Josh. <laughs> Josh being the prima donna he is. Already on the road for 30-something hours. Can't eat Wendy's with the rest of us. Was he on keto or something at this point? No. Oh, no, 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 no. No. No, 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 no. (laughs) We go, we do. It's just a hop, skip, and a jump across the street there. And uh, he goes to McDonald's. And I have never seen someone spend as much money on one person, just one person eating, as Josh did. Take a guess. I want you to guess how much his, and it's nothing ridiculous, but it is ridiculous. Like, I don't want you to say something. I know he got got two Big Macs. That's 16 bucks. He definitely got a large, probably a diet, I'm sure, after eating his two Big Macs, probably some (laughs) nuggets. I'm going to say 25 bucks. 25 is exactly what it was. 25 (laughs) is exactly what it was. Kirk Kirk said, man, what did you Oh, and he got a fish sandwich, too. Probably. I think that I, th- I think that's what I got was the number one, and then I think I got I think I got a fish sandwich and chicken nuggets. You did? No, I got a McFlurry you got too. A McFlurry too. Because I ate drink. it before I ate, yeah. ate my meal. The McFlurry's like he, four bucks in itself, dude. And it's fifteen dollar minimum wage there. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure because their prices there at that drive-through were ridiculous. <laughs> oh, like fifteen dollar minimum wage yeah. hits West Virginia. I'm done eating out. Dude, I, went, I can remember going to Florida and eating, getting sausage and pancakes at McDonald's and having to pay for the syrup, and I thought it was the worst thing in the world. Yeah. But, yeah, so that was, without a doubt, the most $25. I was so you like, made them go to McDonald's? No, no, no. I went. I didn't want to eat Wendy's. I wanted McDonald's. They didn't want McDonald's. So I just said, well, I'm going down here to McDonald's first. He's like a girl. And then, and then in the drive-thru, though, in the drive-thru, he, uh, what was it, a Burger King? No, 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 we were in, I finished eating, remember, I was in line, and I, I I scarfed my food down and put my boxes and stuff back in my McDonald's bag, and set it, like in my, I was driving, and I set it in my lap, the empty bag, but Mm -hmm. it looked like it had sandwiches and stuff in it, and then... (laughs) 
Kirk and him would order all their food. And they <laughs> and we're at Wendy's now. Jeez. I can't if if y'all are listening to this, just fast forward. I can't do it. But this guy, he seemed so innocent. And he handed me the Wendy's bags. And like he turned to get another and I was like, and I handed him the McDonald's bag. I said, dude, I don't we didn't order McDonald's. And he and took it. Dude, he took it. And was like, man, wait a second, let me go ask somebody. And then he saw me laughing and handed it back to me. It was so funny. Poor fella, just trying to make him live, and Josh out there pranking with him. It was, it worked out great too. Uh, I didn't think that it would work, but it did. It it, it got him bad, didn't it? Yeah. Let me tell you when, because I I paid for our Wendy's. I uh, I got. Anyways, Josh, I never, and I don't know if you know where it's at. I never got my credit card. I don't know where it's at. I've lost it. What? I lost my credit card after that. That was the last thing I paid for on that card. And I don't know where it's at. <laughs> no one spent anything on it. I ain't canceled it yet, hoping it's just going to show up. Probably in the <laughs> truck. Man. Nobody ain't spent nothing I on I mean, it. he'd have found it by now. Him? In the back seat. I mean, no I, shot. I don't know. I'll have, to, I'll have to look. It's down there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah we'll just look, look under the seats. I swear, I have not. I don't know. But you'd have uh, thought we were hunting that whole week that it would have showed up. It like somebody fell down in, in the back. I don't know. It was so funny though. Um, it was. I, I forgot all about that. That poor guy. Um, but we got in late and we got up early and started hunting. But we didn't get up too early because we really didn't know. Right, we didn't really know where we were going. Really didn't know where we were going or what we were doing, and kind of picked a spot out on the map. Yeah, on the Huntwise app on the way down there, just kind of surveying the area, and we hit it. And sure enough, we actually we were wanting to, of course, we were wanting to run, wanting to run bobcats. And uh, on the way in that morning, I found a bobcat track, and it was a nice. Ended up, at, I think it's the biggest bobcat track I saw the whole time, and. Uh, you had to have, of course, we had our mountain lion permits already, but you had to have a bobcat permit to run bobcats as well. So we left out of there and went and got our bobcat permits. And then, because we weren't too far, like we weren't 30, I mean, we weren't even 20 minutes out of the way to, to a gas station. And we got breakfast and stuff like that with it being the first morning. Obviously, they were tired driving 30-something hours. We weren't hitting it too hard. And we go right back in there and keep checking and uh, ended up, Cutting the first track of the trip, and, and it was, was that was like around ten thirty. Yeah, and it had you know the sun had been out obviously for hours by then, and the cat had stepped. the The roads are are always on the way in in that area. They were there was some snow on the roads, but there was a lot of dirt and mud, and they were they were frozen over completely. But this cat had stepped in in this dirt and then stepped into the tracks and carried mud into its tracks into the snow which told you it had to be fresh fresh because it you know it wouldn't be it wouldn't have carried that mud over into those tracks so we got pretty excited when we found that yeah we learned real fast that going in the roads are solid and we found out that day after that that cat that the roads are thawing out and they're a freaking mess getting a little slippery oh it's it's bad but um once Kirk put Bliss down, um, they had, they had, they didn't, she didn't, it took probably what took her four, somewhere between four, six, four, five, six minutes. Yeah. And she got it straightened out. It had, it had went in there and it when had, it crossed, it, had, it was yeah, hunted around. It hunted around. And of course, when I put her on the ground, I just stay with her the whole time. Because I've seen what cats can do. And I'll tell you right now, a bobcat will circle and it'll throw way more circles than a mountain lion. A mountain lion won't hunt as round as much as much as it'll just kind of walk straighter lines. Seems well, I'd like. say that has to do probably with the game they're hunting. Right. Yeah. I feel like a bobcat's trying to flush out a rabbit, yeah. bird, just from trailing them, you know, walking their tracks. I mean, and a, but this cat, right in this area, he had hunted around quite a bit. Yeah. And there ended up being maybe another cat track in there we found later in the day. But uh, ended up, Bliss got it jumped there, and I could I could see it in its tracks that she was jumped just by the way she's moving on the garment. She's straight line and flying. And uh, 
they were getting towards, you know, I didn't know. We didn't even really know at the time there was this giant canyon over there. We'd seen it on the maps, and you can't really tell how big the canyon is. It looks like a drain. I mean, on, on you look at it on your map, and it looks like a drain. Like, the gee, the lines are together, but it's it, so steep. It don't show that vertical. No, it like your lines don't go together on that 200-foot wall. It's a contour line at the top of the wall and a contour line at the bottom, and they look the same distance apart. Yeah. Right? So it looks like a hollow. It could be 30 feet high, yeah. or it could be 300 feet that's, high. That's exactly right, and... Dude, where they were baited up was scary. Was, I mean, I'm I'm going to guess now. I don't know, but I'm going to guess it was 200, 250 feet at least. Uh, I was saying three hundred. And I'm just, just and I'm, good, I'm I'm just looking across it because you can't see at the bottom of the wall we were on. Right. But I was looking across the canyon at that wall, and I mean it's it. I mean they were right on the canyon wall. All right, and when the video comes out, you'll get a better idea. Uh, but it was, it was. I I had no intentions of killing a cat this trip just because I killed one last year. But when she had caught it on the edge of that wall like that, I was like, my gosh, I may never get an opportunity like this again to kill a cat bait up on the edge of a giant canyon wall. You know, it's stuff I had seen on Instagram and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. something I never, I never thought. Because I remember I'd ask Chad, because he's been cat hunting, you know, for years, if he had ever baited one up like that. And they hadn't. They just always treat them. And, uh, yeah, I don't think he's ever caught one on the ground, has he? No. Uh, we've only caught one that I've been involved in. That was the second one I've seen on the ground. Yeah. And I think that that I've I with between hunting with Kirk, Chad, Mark, Hearn, I think we've caught thirteen cats, and that's the second one I've seen on the ground. Most of them all climb. Yeah. But it was, I think too. She got in a. Uh, because going out to her tracks there when I was walking out, almost I, before they got to the edge of the canyon wall, I swear I think they got in a bit of like a skirmish, you know, like whether the cat was chasing her or what, I don't know what was going on. But before I got out there too, and there were tracks, I could see dog tracks all over the place where they had looked like they'd literally been running around in circles. Like, I don't know. That's just me assuming. Something definitely happened there. I don't know. I mean, a cat, especially with a single dog like that, he may chase her. Oh, no. They'll, they'll, they're liable to, you know, turn and, well, he probably defensive. got to a point right there where he was probably knew he had to get defensive. Right. Well, I yeah. can tell you this: if he didn't took a couple more steps, he would have defenseless. He'd have been, <laughs> yeah, he'd have been defenseless. He'd have been airless. Right. So then I get up there, and of course I'm like, and I, well, obviously I didn't bring a rifle. Me being me, but I thought I was going to walk into surprise. a tree. Hey. Here's what I am glad though is he had his radio because he that's was hollering. Sh- that's a shock. He dude. said, "Josh, bring the gun." It's caught. And I was screaming, get in here. <laughs> because, he, I mean, Dylan, he's never even seen a mountain lion before. He, whether he'd tell you or not, I think he'd tell you that. He was nervous as I'll get out. He's like, you know, keep watching it, keep watching it. And I'm like, it's all right. You know, it's all right. I was like, we're good right now. I was like, we just got to keep it right here. Because uh, I didn't want it to get get out of there and run it again on the edge of that wall. I wanted yeah. nothing to do with that wall. Uh because they already jumped when I was tracking them. I couldn't even walk their tracks because they had, where she was chasing it, they had jumped an edge of the side of the canyon, and it was straight up. Like, they jumped, like, it, well, the canyon was broke off right there, and they jumped from one to the other. It looked like eight foot. I mean, it was it was horrible as a dog owner to watch because you're like, oh, my gosh, one slip up right there, gone. Yeah, yeah. where they came through that little gully yeah. after we'd saw, when we were leaving, we saw their track coming through there. If Bliss would have slid, then she would have probably dropped that whole three hundred foot or whatever it yeah, was. I mean, it, it was they 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 leaped it. The right. cat leaped it and landed, and then she went right with him. Right. It's amazing to follow dogs like that and watch what they go through sometimes. I'm glad I didn't actually get to see it in person. <laughs> well, I'd I mean, have been a nervous set, wreck. You know, we're sitting not seeing that stuff, but you're, a lot of times you're questioning, like, man, what are they doing? Right. Why is this going on? Right. But when you get up there, you're like, oh, oh. I see. Yeah, but ended up killing it I, and then there was another thing i'm like of course i didn't know where to shoot it really i was like man i don't want to shoot this thing and it just fall off the wall you All know because right. i was like i've seen them bait up like that before i was like i've never seen i don't think a video of someone killing one like this but luckily he shot it and it jumped off through there and it was no problem but yeah that was that was a pretty cool experience for sure yeah it was a good hunt. it was and I, then what we go two days Two days, yeah. We ran some bobcats. Yeah, we never got on a hot bobcat track. I was thinking yeah. about that. 
we got on some uh, decent ones, but never a, a good enough bobcat track to tree one in between those two days. And then we got a fr- we hunted that snow, and we didn't cut any more tracks. And then we got a fresh snow, uh, about three or four inches. Yep. And then we broke trail going in early. We never do know going in these areas of how early you need to get in, but you want to be the first one on a fresh snow yep. if you're cat hunting. For sure. Or, I mean, if you're free, even bear hunting. Even, I mean, we get up early here now. Right. But we used to get up a whole lot earlier. Oh, yeah. When it snowed. Because you wanted to be the first person that, that broke trail. Right. To get that first track. And if you and if it was at 3 o'clock in the morning, you were you were stomping that track out or leaving somebody there to sit on that track until you ran the rest of the roads out. So we were out there not knowing who runs what or if there's other houndsmen in the area or whatever, but we got up early. I don't remember what time we got up that morning. It was early. It was early. Because we knew we'd, that was the day to make it happen. Yeah, because, I mean, and we wanted to be in there. That canyon we'd been hunting, and I I never did Odomer at the ones because we only hunted the one side pretty much. But right, I mean, we drive it down. Heck, it was I heck. think it was around twenty <laughs> something miles. I, I straight line mapped it. Oh, did you on the yeah on because the it would take us it take us an hour and a half, two hours to run it. You know, getting out and checking tracks, and I mean it was a, it was a, a long run, long road to check. And luckily, when we got in there that morning, we were, it was fresh. I mean, nobody had been in there. And, uh, did we, was it daylight? It was after daylight. Yeah, it was after daylight. Yeah. We cut a track, and then there ended up being another track with it. And I could tell it wasn't a kitten uh, with it. But there, it looked like to me like a uh, maybe, and this is just assuming, it looked like maybe to me a male and a female walking together, and they were about twenty or thirty yards apart, and we didn't know it when we first found the the, the first track, because we're excited because heck there was one track. Yeah. But we we walked up the road just to look, and there was another track going, and they looked about the same size. I mean, maybe one was bigger than the other. It all depends on how it's pressing the snow and stuff. But it wasn't like there wasn't one that I was like, oh, that's the you know that's the mall you know. Right. But it was good enough that. Heck, we'll at least look at it in a tree and see what it was. But I knew for sure it wasn't it wasn't little kitten tracks with it or something like that. So uh, kind of the same deal. Took off after that one and got it in a tree, and uh, took a little while. But it was that cat was kind of antsy in the tree, and uh, I knew Josh and Ryan were, were on their way in, and Ryan's dog had kind of I think was on the other track because. We had treed the one, and there was another another track going through there somewhere, and I believe she got got on it, and Josh can tell you a little bit more about that because I wasn't with that dog, but Josh was with her, and uh, this cat ended up coming out of the tree, but I had already radioed them and told them, you know, it's up to you all if you want to come in here or not, but I don't think it's it's one we want. Yeah. It, was an, it was a nice cat, but it wasn't, I believe it was a female, um, and it, if it was a Tom, it wasn't a very big one. So uh, we just elected to pull out anyways. I mean, when it jumped out, we could have cut back on it and caught right. it, I feel like, with no issues. but And you don't realize it. You know how we, we'll go to a tree here, and, like, we're sitting here just talking about it in minutes here, conversation, uh, cutting loose, getting it caught, getting to the tree, and then deciding not to, and then leaving. Out there, it's like, you know, you, it took me, when I went to get the other dog, I mean, you know, you're an hour and a half out right. of even thinking about getting back in the truck and yes. for another track. <clears throat> Listening to Kirk, it sounds like it was just a boom, boom, boom Well, process, I, can tell you, I can tell you this, from day one that we were there, Kirk walked every every track of every step of the, of, of the dog to all three catches. Um, I was kind of like the truck boss. <laughs> Uh, which is which is very important. Uh, very. It is. Because this main drag, what we learned, we learned more about the land. I think we'll definitely have advantages now that we've been out there if we go back. Right. But we were on this main drag, and there's very few roads that branch off of it. And 
but you run from the top of a canyon to top of a canyon, you're sitting there hunting up on top. But it's a long distance between them. My gosh, it uh, it takes some time to get in and out. Um, it's not just a hop, skip, and a jump. But I think Farley's dog might have been on another track, but the problem is, is she ran out of snow. It got into the sunny side of the canyon, the south side of the canyon, and it was uh, it was melting out fast. And she might have been smelling it. She was definitely cold trailing. I mean, I sat there and watched her work forever before I ended up getting her to come back and we got out of there, which good decision to get out of there because once we trekked, slipped and slide because it started thawing out. I mean, it was melting fast. Yeah. Um, that fresh snow was. Yeah. And we we had come into that area on the backside of a road that just looked better to run because one side of the road had some houses and stuff on. So we was like, well, we'll, we'll come in this other way. We, we went out by the by the residence and Kirk was like, hey, hold up. I think that's a track. So I backed up and Kirk ran over and looked and man, it was a big Tom track. Yeah, no question. I mean, there's no, I mean, no question. It's one of those tracks you see. It's like seeing a, a 300 pound bear track and going, that's the track this, you go out this, there for this is what this is why we this is what we want to run yeah, it's a shooter yeah and uh so but it was a little bit it, it was definitely in the middle of the night and kirk took um bliss and gage and of course gage when they cut him loose he, they hunted around and he hunted back to the road and, but kirk walked that track out all the way to the other road and when we we were running the road. I had gone around while Kirk was in there tracking because obviously it went from ice. It had been real cold, and you were tracking on top of the snow. It hadn't broke through. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a very big crack because we know because we killed it. I mean, Popin, not Pope and Young, Boone and Crockett Cat, and it, was, it had got really cold that night, and it wasn't even breaking through the snow. It That's was, crazy, 150, 60 whatever it was well, it was animal. 166 with no gut i mean yeah. walking no, on top of that nothing in its gut with that small of a footprint walking on top of that i mean it wasn't even breaking through the crust but the mistake was was kirk when he was they had um you hadn't lost the track what you do had you lost the track no in the dirt uh-uh i or, lost it I, I, when i said I i'm going it. around the back side yeah i lost it one time um, that's on when the you side. and dylan it was saying on the sunny side of the canyon and there was snow around it but this cat and this is something i learned uh they really like to walk the edge of canyons um looking down in them uh i don't th- i don't know how good of a cat nose is i've never heard someone say so i don't i can't necessarily say they're like winding it or something like that i mean i'm sure they can smell but i don't think very good um and I could be wrong about that. That's just what I'm assuming. But they walk the edge of those canyons, and I feel like they're just looking down in them. I mean, you can imagine like a cat in your house walking, jumping up on a rail and just kind of walking out that rail. They would just get on right on the edge, and, and they would just slip through it. And any time this cat had an opportunity to walk a dry spot, it walked it. Yeah. So I'd kind of I'd lost it, lost it. To an extent, I knew I could circle it because no matter where the cat went, he had to walk through snow. So I knew I'd find it. And that's when I hollered for Josh and Ryan to uh, come back because I thought they could save me a lot of time by checking the canyon underneath me in case it dropped straight down across the canyon. Now, I've spent a lot of time walking canyons. like, And if you don't know what a canyon is, <clears throat> if you're listening to this and you're from West Virginia or if you're from Kentucky or wherever, you know they're basically just like our hollers, except really rocky. And I've never actually seen, uh, out there at least, I've never, not in, none of the cats went down and like dropped straight off of a, a canyon and crossed it like halfway up the canyon, or more for our terminology, halfway up the holler. They always went around to the head of the canyon or the head of the holler and uh, they just walked, it just, he just stayed on the edges, especially that one. Um, he, he was kind of predictable what he would do. He would really never drop down and lose a whole bunch of elevation. And I feel like he was just staying high hunting those areas. But There was three miles between the roads. Straight line. Straight line distance. Yeah. 
and we were running the other road to see if to get ahead of it to cut the track over there and we had gone a stretch and kirk had hollered and said come run this canyon below me and i said well, well let me run out this road a little bit well i ran out the road a good piece i didn't run the road out that was a mistake we figured out later you know three and a half four hours later right. we were behind that much that i didn't run, run the whole road out i just i ran we had run bobcats the day before in there and i just went right there where we run bobcats and then kirk hollered i said well i'll go on back and circle down below him come back well i mean and it's 35 40 minutes back to him i mean it's a it's not just a hop skip and a jump and a little ride i mean so i'm going all the way back to him and then we checked that canyon and then we cut a female and cut kittens uh and that big tom had gone above them you cut those tracks when you come down through there right or would you stay above uh, them? No, no you yeah, stayed above I, them. I don't you did them. stay above them because right. we came up through there. And wh- where we had trailed on that bobcat at, yeah, my tracks were in there the day before, from from trailing walking the bobcat tracks with the dogs, and uh, I found where that cat. And this is I saw bliss, so I'm I'm looking at my Garmin, and we were hour. I mean, like I said, we were at least seventeen, eighteen hours. Is kind of what I was thinking behind this cat, and. I had saw where she was following my tracks. Like I, she was three or four hundred yards. She would trail it for a long ways, then maybe have an issue, and I'd catch up with her in a dry spot or something, and then get her back lined out on it. Because I was honestly bringing her with me saved me so much time, even though it was really old, because she trailed it really good. And y'all will see when the video comes out. Um, but I would just, I would, yeah, I would even shortcut and get off the track and just catch up with her because she was d- just taking it on her own, and. uh that cat though, what it what screwed me up? I thought she was messed up because that cat had stepped in my tracks, probably you know avoiding snow. But where I'd walked through there, he walked my tracks for probably three hundred yards, and I got <laughs> a picture of it. I haven't posted or anything yet. From the day before. Yeah. Yeah. And he was he, in his boot tracks. And he was he was walking it, and because I was like, man, she's on my tracks. I was like, what an <laughs> idiot. And I was like, what is she doing? And I literally, that's what I was. And I get out there, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know. I'm like that is so cool. He is walking my tracks, and I doubt he was like trailing me, which is what you'd like to think. He may that'd be yeah. pretty cool. But uh, it was eerie, you know, to see that you'd walk through there and then a mountain lion followed you for three hundred yards. And I kind of got out of back towards the road, and he broke off of it then. Yeah. But it goes out there, and it comes down and crosses the road. Well, Bliss hit the road and then went three like two hundred yards up the road, like straight up it. And I didn't know. We thought maybe Josh had picked me up right there, and they had they hadn't made it to that point when they were checking that road. That's where he. That was probably what it was like two hundred yards past it where y'all turned around. Yeah, probably two hundred yards. You're talking about where she came off. Yeah, where she came out. Yeah, at. she came off probably two hundred yards past where we had checked. <laughs> and I'm, t- but I'm, I, I can be completely honest. I don't think that I would have stopped and checked those tracks if I would have even drove past there without knowing Bliss crossed right there. That's the only reason we stopped there is because Bliss crossed there. And his tracks, they didn't look like cat tracks no. at that crossing. You right. had to walk 30 yards into the trees to get the cat track. Right, I had right. to take them back to show them. <laughs> yeah. Cause I because I was like, because they were kind of sitting there. I'm like, well, you don't think she's on a cat right now? And I was like, come here. <laughs> and uh, I got right there and showed them it. And, uh, she went up the road. What there was an older set of tracks going across in the road, right where you would have thought he'd have just crossed it, and it kind of threw me off. I thought that was like I saw that, and I was like, I told them at that point I was irritated just because I had been walking out all day long, and uh, I knew we weren't gonna get on him that day. So I was like, let's roll. Like this is pointless, or whatever. I was like, there's no. Way. It was like three thirty, four o'clock. I was like, there's no way we're gonna get it treed. You know, because it looked that it still looked so old. It was like this cat just flew through there and never let up. Well, then we get down there and we're leaving, and right where she had gone to when she went up that road, Dylan, cameraman, never cat hunted before in his life, spots the track going up the other side of the road there. Now I'm sure he hunted back and forth down that road or whatever he did. He he could have walked straight down. I don't know, but he had came out there and crossed right on on out the road. So we uh, I grabbed her. I mean, there was no wasting any time because I was worried about losing, you know, losing daylight. Right. 
grab her, put her down on it, and uh, that was the last time I saw her <laughs> until she's treed. Yeah, I mean, it was, when we cut that track, it was like like we were driving. Kirk was aggravated. Uh, we had, you know, I think everybody was at, not wits in, but just tense because uh, we'd hunted every day, all day, tired. And then Dylan, we're just driving, and he's like, hey, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but, like, when we backed up, like, it was – like it was there. I mean, and Dylan probably has never even hound hunted, right? No, 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 never. Uh-uh. <laughs> he spots he the track, <laughs> dude. But like, if he was hanging, he had his window open, and he was looking. I mean, I can assure you that if Kirk would have been, if we weren't been busting out there because we were leaving. Oh, I was gutted. I mean, I mean we, we were leaving. We'd already I mean, treated he, the one that day, and, and I he walked was, in. he walked into that, and then you know he'd come out to the road, and but I can assure you, if Kirk was looking out the window. Can't I mean, pass that one up. Oh no that 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 would have been sticking out like a turd in a punch bowl. Yeah. As soon <laughs> as he, I mean, as soon as he said it there, I was like, "That's it." And yeah. I, I saw it. And I could see it clear as day, and I was like, "I'm not stopping." Yeah. <laughs> I went put this, this far. much effort into it. Right. And then I put her down on it, and literally, we I got out there probably 200 yards, and it, it was laying up in these, and I shortcut it when I was on my way into her, just trying to because I knew how big of a cat it was from its track, and I shortcut her track. I didn't stay on it to get in there to her quicker. But I know from the point where she jumped it at in these rocks, it was bedded down up in there. And I wish I could have seen its bed, but yeah, it was just up in these rocks. And I I heard her just jab, 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 jab. I mean, probably just ran face and eyes up up yeah. on it. And uh, I hollered on the radio, and I told Ryan before she even had a tree, get a gun. You know, I something's going to happen here, Like, and we need to get with. in there to it. Yeah. yeah. Because I feel like, I don't feel like, a, a, and I kind of proved it that and on that trip, treeing three cats with her, but they're not really that hard to tree. The hardest part of it is just finding the track. What you went through. Right, right. Just getting on the track. Getting because I feel like out. even if it's two days old, I'll walk it until the dog, she can get it out of there, or any dog can get it out of there, you know? They don't, they don't have lungs like bears do, and as good a shape as our dogs is when we take them out there, I mean... You know how athletic they are. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Now, I have seen places where, like, a cat would jump up a log or jump up these rocks, and it can throw a dog. I'm not saying every cat we turn after we're going to get cut loose on, but I felt like, especially after that trip, if I've got a cat track and i got her, I can catch any line in the country. Yeah. Well, the even if she makes a mistake, what you're saying is, is – I'll be there to fix it. That's right. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that's how we caught the cats in Colorado was just like you said, if, if that cat would catch a dry ground, that's where it'd walk. Yeah. I mean, it was the same thing when we hit in Colorado in 16 and 17. There'd be snow, and then there'd be some rocks sticking up out of the ground. That cat's on them rocks. That cat's on them rocks. That's intentional. And, 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 that, and Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it absolutely is. And then you'd hit a big dry patch on the south side of Slope, and you'd have to walk across it, whether you know three or four hundred yards, whatever, and them dogs would get all busted up right there. But then you'd find that track, you know, right back in snow, and then you get them all back gathered up. And that's what you're saying is, right. no matter what. And I mean, and I can attest that I think if we cut a cat track, Bliss is gonna catch it. If we have daylight, I mean, I watched her. Well, it helps the with experience of, you have too. Of going I've hunted with a lot. Years. Oh yeah, I think I yeah. think it helps helps definitely the experience. I mean, but Bliss is going to catch the cat. I mean, I've I've hunted with several several good cat dogs, uh, and with you know between Kirk walking them and keeping her back until she gets it going. But now she was running that Tom. You know, she was tracking it across the road. Yeah, she was cold trailing. Yeah. But she was still on his track, and right. you all were way behind. You way, all, you oh, weren't, yeah. you weren't there controlling her then. I no, mean, most I mean, of the, that's what that's what I'm saying. Saved me the most time. Yeah, even though it was 17, 18 hours old, she was taking it when the cat wasn't even dropping into the snow. I mean, she was still on it, and I knew I was like, because she's dropping into the snow, and the cat's not. And that's how I know how old that is. And I'm like, man, she's doing good on this. Like we've got a real shot here. And then, and a lot of times too, I would I would imagine. That if you look, if you would have let her be, 
she'd probably figured that out. Where, probably where Dylan found it. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But being out there, you're cat hunting. You don't know the area good. Right. You know, if we was bear hunting here, a lot of times she'd have that opportunity to figure that out. Right. You know. Oh uh, well, yeah, that was. Well, the, pro- we the didn't problem. The problem. Give her even give her a chance. Right. Well, the problem with that would be that if we would have gave her the chance, we probably wouldn't have caught that line that night, that evening. Because you I ended up that, cutting it, it, cutting a lot well, of time off of it. <clears throat> that's exactly right. Because right. I'm I'm going to guess that that cat hunted over there to where he went and then he crossed back over and then he hunted back there where Kirk and them came from because the track was coming actually the same direction that he crossed before so he had crossed the road back so she'd had to go in there come back across the road and then come back again right on that track and who knows how long that would have took her right i like i I think it's amazing you know the versatility between taking her you know or any of these dogs bear hunting to cat hunting, you know, because that's a different ball game. Oh, it, it's a hunt. You know. I mean, Gage has been out there two years, and he won't make a, you know, I can tell you right now, he won't make a third trip out there. He's just not going to run a cat track. Right. I mean, well, part of that is just because he's older, too. Yeah. I mean, he's probably setting his ways. Um, well, she's been run, you know, Bliss has been run from a baby on On, cats. on everything. Cats, you know. You know. Um, yeah. Huck, you know, he wants to run. But he couldn't figure anything out. Uh, Storm, the the female that that we trade, she finally got in there. Uh, it took her a while, like she'd run with Bliss and then she'd blow out of there, come back. But it took her a while to get to the tree, and then Kirk got in there, and she didn't really know what was going on. What what you said, right? And I got I showed her, kind of helped her see the cat there, and mm-hmm. it I I I probably helped. Uh, irritate the cat because I was trying to get it to hiss and stuff. Probably helped it jump out of the tree. To, to I was showing Storm the cat and stuff, but uh, yeah. And, and plus we were I was trying to sex it. So, yeah. You know I'm I'm trying to get it to move around the tree, which is also helping the dog like realize like what's up in there because those cats even up in a tree I feel like don't throw off a ridiculous amount of I'm scent sure like a don't. bear. You know a cat unless you know I'm sure I just guessing a cat probably doesn't smell nothing like you know comparable very, to a bear very stout wise yeah. you know yeah i feel like a whole lot less yeah but yeah what y'all are saying i've since bliss was i mean when i first got her i just put her on anything and everything mm-hmm. i mean as far as game we want to run i'm not looking for a hot deer track or anything. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i just took her with chad because chad used to run bobcats all the time and i've started her as a cat dog from a puppy you know, I didn't even, I never, when I first got her, I never imagined going out west and treeing three mountain lines with her yeah. at two years yeah. old. Yep. But, yeah, it was a, it was a crazy time. I mean, Ryan got to kill the, the big tom there at the tree. About uh, killed himself. We about had to call in SOS yeah. to bring some oxygen for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we actually, we had to come back and get it the next the next morning because of, I caught, I got ahead of the dogs. It was freezing over. Like it was, everything was freezing up. <clears throat> and I was worried about their pads getting cut up in that ice. Uh, and it will. And it, I know it will. Mm-hmm. And it, it was, I could tell Bliss, she, I've never sat a single pad problem out of her. Never got raw feet, nothing. And I could tell that she was acting tender footed walking on that ice. So I told Josh and Farley, I was like, <laughs> I'm going to get the dogs. And I had, uh, Ryan had brought his dog into the tree crook. I couldn't get her to go with me, but I tried to get her, and I took Bliss, and we hammered out of there. And I got clear back up to the top, close to the truck, and I hollered at them. Well, I hollered at them, (laughs) and I said, hey, let's come back, because obviously the cat's going to be fine. I was like, let's come back and get it in the morning. And uh, a little trick if you do that. Now, I don't think anything – take it back. I I think predators would eat the cat. I don't know if they would. I think they would because I know they'll eat. I know here coyotes and stuff will eat bobcats, uh, birds, hawks, and stuff will. Now oh, I don't yeah. know that they would have found it, um, but I told Ryan. I said take your take a couple of layers off because I know he had you know extra clothes on. I was like wrap it around that cat just to put that human scent on him to keep it away. So he did that just as an extra precaution. I mean, chances are it wouldn't have found it because we were right back there at daylight. But uh, we walked out of there and then we rigged up a. Uh, a big pole, you know, a tree, and uh, like a big kebab. Yeah, yeah. Tied that sucker up and got it out of there. 
we done a uh, me and Creed. Creed had killed a hog. Uh, it's been a couple years ago, and it was down in an awful place. It was a briar thicket, and there was no way to drag it. You could not drag it, and it had been timbered. So I mean, you couldn't drag. And uh, I told him, I said, "You got a belt?" I said, "He said, yeah." I said, "All right, give me a minute." Went over and brought up, broke a big limb off, and tied that hog up on it. It's probably a 150 pound, 125 pound hog. And we tied it up on there and put it up on our shoulders, so backed him up out of there. Well, I mean, it that definitely <clears throat> is a way to get game out. I mean, you learn every time you go out there, and that's one thing that I will have in my pack. I know it weighs a few ounces, but I will have a small hatchet. Well, you could even get a uh, in my pack or a, saw. like a double-handed wire saw. Yes, it weighs nothing. Yeah, and just go against. Well, I run into that with Creed. You know. I went over and found you know you're, I obviously don't have a saw with me, and I'm looking for something. And everything I'm looking at's dead. And I pick up this log and I go over and put the hog on it. We got to pick up. It breaks. Yeah, we did that with the first cat. Yeah. Remember? Because we, we kebobbed the first cat yep, that you and killed. It, it broke. And we carried it for a while and it, it was working good. And we're just picking up wood. We don't have anything to cut with. Right. Yeah, yeah you're, you're just picking up dead picking stuff up on the dead, ground. Dead wood. And, um, and it broke. And we ended up having to drag that cat out. And then. Um, but it's a great. I mean, I I will have like a some sort of cutting tool. Yeah. I will add that to my pack. Yeah. For out west from now, I'll, I'll probably. I hunt light here, bear hunting. Uh. But I'll have some sort of tool. I mean, it's not bad here to to get stuff out because there's always a road. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a holler. Yeah. Occasionally, like the worst, and y'all know, y'all know what the worst part is to get a bear in, and that's in a creek. Oh yeah. Like, if you get it, especially a dried-up creek, and it gets it's down miserable. in the holler. And yellow jackets are always in them. Yep. Um, so I, I definitely learned that the next day, getting him out of there. And then uh, got him out, skinned him. and If we were good, we could just skin him there. Josh is all the time wanting to pull out his knife and skin stuff, and I, it scares <laughs> me to death. And I stay on him, don't you touch my cat. Hey, my thoughts I, are back. I sound like, like, like Stacy, don't you touch my cat. Yeah, you, you're you're sitting there and, you know, you're going to pay a tax number, you know, three grand. Man, yeah, nothing, wrong with, nothing wrong with him putting a couple extra stitches in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I don't want no more stitches in Yeah, until uh, he cuts the tail off of yeah. it. You know. Oh, um, what was that? The, um, but it was a good trip. We, we went, we decided to bounce that day we went back and threw all of our crap together and um you know we're famous for it i mean just going out there and hunting and then road tripping it kicks my tail but oh it is that uh, is tough the we we took off that day after especially carrying, after that hunt carrying yeah. that thing out that well you know it was nine thirty when kirk hollered back and said hey man let's just leave it it's nine thirty at night then, and it dropped down to in the lower teens, around ten degrees. I mean, it got to the point where we'd stop dragging, and I I was getting cold. And then he hollered and said, "Hey man, we need to get." And then, so we, by the time we get back to the motel, it was and fed the dogs and stuff. It was midnight. Yeah. Um, and get back up at daylight. Oh yeah. Get it. And then carried it out of there, and then I think we left at one. Two o'clock that afternoon after taking care of everything, and we looked like the Clampets coming back. We had more stuff strapped on the truck. Well, and the big uh, thing was you had two cats strapped on there. No, we had them all in the coolers. We had them skinned out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, everything. But we had enough stuff between four people. Um, you get pulled over and questioned in every state hauling a big, two big cats. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cat. West Virginia license plate. Ain't no doubt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd almost like to ride back with them strapped on one evening, but it, it was it's too warm. Yeah, you can't you you really can't do it because you'll lose everything. Because, yeah, it's not worth the risk. Yeah, because it, it's too warm coming through the Midwest uh, with them. So that's hard though. I mean, you you hunted a week. Kirk hunts two weeks straight. You know, grueling. thirteen thirteen days. Kirk hunted every day. You know, and and then it's that drive probably ain't too bad going out because you're. You're you're excited, you're, hyped up. you're pumped, you're you know, talking what you're gonna do, this, that and the other, and then coming back, you got how many hours is it? Twenty four, twenty five? That's thirty hours. Thirty yeah, it's thirty. Yeah, that's tough. Uh I think we drove between out there hunting and back, we I 
put right at 6,000 miles on my truck. Did you get another oil change on the way back? I did it when I got home. <laughs> I did. So, and the, the, I have a little tick in my engine, it, but it did hold up, and we're moving forward with it. <laughs> you know, it was it was a good trip. Oh, dude, it is awesome. So, it, uh, it, it kicked our year off the right way after taking a little break, and uh, Kirk's been pumping out the content now. As, as everybody knows, he's putting out at least two videos a week from our December season. I'm going to post another one tomorrow. That'll be three in one week. Yeah, and um, we had an awesome uh, bear season in December. Uh, Kirk's going to get all that content out. Um, we've all been getting our schedules together because turkey season's going to kick off probably the 20th of, the, of this month for us. Yep. Um, we're going to go south uh, to uh, Florida and Georgia um for us three i think i had just deja vu just now okay from last year oh yeah i mean i remember sitting and having the same conversation yeah last year you remember that right how'd it go last year though y'all uh, were scared of the coronavirus i was yeah we petered out me and josh yeah. petered out on the coronavirus kirk was being a little rebel i can assure you that the 20th of this 20th of this month i'm south all right that's as simple as that. I, written I told in you, stone? They, they, well, it's not written in stone because stuff could change. Come I, on, I'm hunting, I'm hunting from the 20th to the 25th. Yeah, did you like him the other night in the text message? Dude, you, like, you threw those words in. I told you I'd like to because you said, well, what's your plans there, guy? You ain't talking. I said, this is what I'd like to do if it's agreeable uh -huh. for you all. Yeah. If it works into your all's plan. <laughs> I ain't getting plan. it. I ain't getting yeah. it. Uh, but turkey season is coming up. We're pumped about it. Uh us three are headed south. Uh, Jay and Jeff actually are going on a western tour. They're going to South Dakota, North Dakota, Wyoming, and Montana. Uh, so they're allowed to be hunting snowbirds for all I know. I can't imagine um, North Dakota and, and Montana being very warm during spring gobbler yeah. season. But they're headed out there, so we're pretty excited. Yep, should be um, all kinds of unique, diverse content. Yeah. Um, I do not do not enjoy turkey hunting in Gore-Tex. No, I always be uh, there. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I don't like it. We did it a couple of years ago, didn't we? Mm -hmm. The it, first it day of our season two years ago two was years snowing. snowing. That's I right. was froze to death. Yeah. Um, yeah. I killed a bird that day. Did I pie-faced one that day. Remember, um, I don't remember. No, it was me, Jay, and, and, and Trace Boone. I was, yeah, I was, I was probably at WVU. That's right. Because it was a Monday. Our season yep. comes open on Mondays. Yeah, it was it, it was it was cold, cold, and um, I killed one. So we got a big season of turkey hunting coming up. We're excited about that content. We've been trying to do a little predator hunting. Um, we are. I don't know what to say about that. I mean, <laughs> that, that's I, I'm, all you can say. <laughs> we've been trying to do predator hunting. Yeah, we're literally we've got all the equipment. We look cool. Oh yeah, yeah. We look like <laughs> like they pull up. And I guess they're just running from us when they when we pull up. Yeah. I mean they're just. They we just have know. called in some dogs. We've called in a few cats. Uh, we've just not figured out the shooting. We y'all must be running around with mouses all in well, your. Why not even shot? I mean y'all have been on the guns all year. Listen, if I we, get if, shots at like. Me too. Shots, just like pop shots, just to shoot the gun. Well, that's because you're this. You don't Kirk, see the coyote. Kirk, I, Kirk, now, he, is, Kirk is, is been, quick draw McGraw. But no, that's because I spot it first. I'm quick I at spotting even on the gun. It don't matter. I there's been rarely a circumstance I ain't spotted the coyote first. But when I'm I'm telling you right now, we can review the footage. I uh, have to agree with Kirk on this one. Josh's gun was off. I don't. I mean, he went to the range and shot it, and it I, looks I on. I mean, I don't understand why you say it's off when I sent you all. You could have moved it. Man, yeah. come on! I would not do that to y'all. Absolutely, yes, he I would. I can assure you. If he went and shot that gun <laughs> and it hit a foot listen, high, listen. there's no chance listen, he's telling here, us. Yeah, man. I looked at the weather for this evening, and we're supposed to go. Like I said, uh, we're supposed to go coyote hunt this evening, but there's supposed to be. It's supposed to be windy, like ten mile an hour winds. Oh, is it? The, yeah, for the first couple hours. So it sounds like to me we've got plenty of time to go launch one downrange. Hey, we'll tack up a hot hand and let you shoot it. I, I want somebody to. else that missed the other night too. Who? 
Josh missed? Josh missed. Oh. 125 yards. Come on now. Well, I mean, a miss is a miss. And then Zach gets to shoot it running right. at 350, and, oh, Zach missed too. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. That don't count. Well, and here's the thing, and here's how we know. These scopes, and if you've seen, we've put out a thermal video before, and I did kill one this year. And the footage is killer. I watched it today it? when I was downloading everything. Yeah, it looks really good. And we'll, we'll eventually, we was trying to make a video <laughs> because we can't <laughs> kill it. He said anything. eventually. But it's when inv- we get enough kill footage. Yeah. We've been going at it two weeks here. <laughs> yeah. And I get so irritated after I miss one, there's no more footage because I'm like, this stupid gun. Because can, we can replay it, and the crosshairs are on it. I don't know. We're going to go to the range. I would feel more confident, like, if I got to shoot. I want, that's what I told him. I was like, listen, I have shot this thing always in the act of hunting. Right. I've never just taken it to the range and shot it. Yeah. You know. And that's like, you know, that's a totally different scope. You know what I mean? It, it's not, oh, it's no. not it's like a digital shooting, scope. It's yeah. not like shooting something like we're used to. Right. No, no. It's a, it's Hell, a, I don't shoot a rifle anyway. But then you see guys, you don't ever see anyone around, at least in our area that are stacking unless it's a tournament and they've got bait sites out because it is legal to shoot them over carcasses and stuff it's not legal to shoot coyotes over carcasses now the guys that do that here in our tournaments that have told us yeah they would be disqualified really from what i've learned now really it's legal in west virginia no 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 it's legal to do it. it's not legal to do it in in a a, a tournament tournament. okay no no it's legal to do it right but it's not legal to do it those guys yeah i did too that were were doing stacking it it, yeah doing that oh no but it's I mean, just rare to see, and just the way we're hunting, just going out and calling. The, you know, that's the way we do it. Uh, to see them stack, I guess, you know, five or six in a truck bed. Heck, those guys that hunt those those world tournaments or whatever, the pros, they've got. I mean, kill thirty or forty in a weekend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's what I've learned is like. I'm like, what are they doing? Well, I've talked to Brandon and Jason and those guys, and one, he said, he said one of the most important things was. Making sure your gun sighted in. No. Oh. Okay. What, what you exact? Uh, what exactly? What you said is what? going to the range. He said they put so much time in shooting their rifles. Yeah. And they're killing. They're not. They're killing coyotes at four hundred yards. Yeah, we don't even. I mean, like I'm not shooting at four hundred. No. Well, not even. I let that one go. Yeah, not even thinking about it. But they're killing coyotes at four hundred with thermals. Yeah. Uh, it's getting with to the, the point though. With the same equipment that we're yeah. using. It's getting to the point that. Like tonight, if we were sitting in that same spot where the first set me, you oh, and Trace yeah. Boom went, I'm shooting at that coyote. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but those guys, he's, that's what Brandon was saying. He said they shoot so much and they're, uh, you know, they're just confident in, in their setup. Yeah. And that's something that we don't do. Right. I've got, I mean, you all haven't even shot at targets. Right. I go sight them in, we go hunting. Right. Uh, because I'm I'm the one holding the rifles, uh, but that's that's one of the things that he said is that they just shoot shoot shoot. And the thing is, like, because I've used it so much now, and of course I have killed dogs with it. I'm not coyote comes in. I'm not the least bit nervous. Right. It ain't like because one we're using these vortex tripods and they are so steady and you can lock it down. So they're you know you can move it around and then when you want to shoot. I lock that sucker down, and I don't even know if that's what you're supposed to do. That's just what seems it does. It it gets me extremely steady. I lock it down, squeeze off the trigger, and you it know, takes the human moving. error completely right. out of it. Right, and it's not like I'm jerking the trigger. I'm not. I'm telling you, I'm not nervous at all. And then, boom, and we're like, "Where's the coyote at?" <laughs> and if it's not like 50 yards away when I shot it, it's probably gone. So <laughs> we're gonna go try to fix that. Yeah. So we're gonna try to. Get enough content content to put out a thermal video of predator hunting. It might take us all spring to get enough for one. We've got a lot of intros. Oh yeah, yeah we got we got all kinds of uh, carrying around the guns. Carrying around the guns, and I watched a bunch of it today while I was. Trans- I want to watch that before we leave. The one I killed. Transferring the. Uh, you didn't kill it. Oh yeah, the one the one he did. I did kill one. Oh yeah. He oh yeah. Smoked yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I think there was two dogs. There, I know there was. I watched. I watched it over and over. I think I hit both of them, but found one. Yeah. I don't. I mean, we'll I don't see know if there. you rolled the the first one you rolled, and I think that's the one you killed. Yeah. But definitely, I think there was a second dog after I watched it okay. on on the computer, because uh, we went back and forth that night when we were looking for that dog, 
we kept on looking for a second dog. Yeah, because I thought I killed uh, two. Yeah, we found the one, and then we we thought he killed two. So, but we're gonna try it again this evening. Uh, Can we go to McDonald's? Oh, I'd be more than happy to go to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, Josh has got a, another twenty five. <laughs> $25 order in the boiler it's, it, room. It's definitely a number one evening. Yeah. Oh, no, dude, what? there are no crispy chicken sandwiches. Have you had them? Dude, the southern-style chicken? They are a knockoff of Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Yeah, but they're yeah. good. They're good. They're good. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm about it. Oh, they are good? Oh, oh they're good. I've seen the pickles. and They're good. Them. Oh, no, no, it's They even good. come in the Chick-fil-A package with a little aluminum on the inside <laughs> to keep them warm. <laughs> yeah. If they came out with waffle fries, yeah. it'd be tough. Kirk literally eat Chick-fil-A every single day, I think, for about a year. Oh well, my God! He he, he, he does not say no if I'm coming through and go. Hey man, I'm stopping Chick Fil A. I'm the same way though. I hit the truck up. I want a number under. one with American yeah. American cheese. Yep. <laughs> Got to get that cheese on it. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe so. next time we can get into the do another podcast and get into the turkey hunting a little more. This turned into the cat hunt. Yeah. Which was great. But well, the next one we do will will probably be on the road. Yep. Hopefully. What, yeah. uh, how and long have we been going here? Oh, we're good. We're good. We're, we let you talk for 66 minutes. Good deal. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we appreciate you listening. And uh, catch us on the next Untamed podcast.